Good morning. Good morning. This is Dr. Brenda Shoshana back today with another episode of Zen Wisdom for Your Everyday Life. And I'm so happy to be here. It's so beautiful. A light winter snow falling outside the window. And here we are together again to share some thoughts on Zen Wisdom which is, means universal wisdom, life wisdom, endlessly true wisdom, endless dimension, universal life wisdom. That's how Son Roshi used to say, endless dimension, universal life, wisdom that comes from everywhere for everyone. Anyway, our title of the podcast today is Falling in Love with a Fantasy. <laughs> And I love that title, and I think it's very appropriate for this week. We're coming right up close to Valentine's Day, which is quite a day for many people. I've been getting many, many emails from people talking about Valentine's Day. Will their Valentine be there for them? Will they be there for their loved one? Who is your Valentine? This becomes a love is in the air. <laughs> the question of, am I loved? Am I lovable? So we take a really good look at that today um, because most of us, of course, want to be loved. We want to receive acknowledgement, gifts, maybe thanks. There's so much we want to receive, receive, especially from the person that we love. And we hope loves us back in return. A lot of Valentine's Day is about that. I hope they love me back. <laughs> anyway, some focus very much on the ones that they love, what they can give to that person. That's a slightly different focus. And others focus on what they're going to get from the person. There's no blame here. You know, This when we bring up different scenarios here, it's never for the purpose of blaming. It's just for looking. Let's just look it over. Let's see the dance we're doing with life. Let's see the steps we're playing. Let's see how it's serving us or serving another. And it's this dynamic of being in love and loving, and it's very beautiful. We've all been in it. And there are moments of great pleasure, joy, ecstasy when things work out and we feel validated or cared about. I'm nothing wrong with any of that. It's very beautiful moments and very, very much to be cherished. Just, I'd like to look a little bit, though, at the other side of it, too. What comes with that so we can maybe work with that? The other part of that is that our happiness can come quickly tumbling down when we're disappointed or in pain or we lose the person or many, many, many things that do take place in our relationships. If the person we love disappoints us or our longing for love is not fulfilled, all of that joy and pleasure really can be the cause of a great deal of suffering. So, in order to look to deal with that suffering and to handle it and to understand it and perhaps to dissolve it, because it can be dissolved, of course, it's most helpful and uplifting to take a step back now and to take a, we're going to do this this morning a little bit, take a long look at what love truly is. I, that's so important. I'm thinking of 
doing a whole podcast on relationships and love, what love itself truly is. Because when we really understand that deeply and when we live it and practice it, it truly becomes impossible to be hurt or disappointed. And that's true, and it's a strange comment to make, but it's, it's, it's so. In fact, the entire nature of our relationships are forever altered when we really get a strong understanding of what love is. And then everyone thrives, no matter what. Now, that's fantastic. That is my personal goal. I love that. Everyone is nourished. Everyone thrives, no matter what. So usually each week I take a little story from a Zen master or from the Zen literature. And this story this week, though, is from my own personal life. It did arise out of a time of practice, and uh, but it's a personal story. And, you know, personal stories that really impact us in our lives are so powerful and so meaningful. And they also become our koans, our teachers, and our questions that we chew on, that we live with, that guide us throughout. In my case, this particular one has guided me throughout the years. So I think it's very fitting and to share it today because it's very much in, in accord with our topic today, falling in love with a fantasy. <laughs> so this is what happened. There was someone in my life that I totally looked up to in every possible way and adored beyond this person seemed like the perfect person to me. I couldn't believe I'd even met someone like this. From my point of view, there was nothing he could do wrong. Nothing. I guess that's a very childish view, like a little child looks at their mommy or their daddy, but that's how I felt. Every moment I was with this person was uplifting, strengthening, and it actually, this this relationship actually renewed my faith in not only in myself, but in life itself, in life itself. So it, there was so much that was so beautiful and giving and wonderful. And of course, this still is. But at that time, suddenly, without warning, everything crumbled. Or it seemed to crumble. That's very interesting. When things crumble, oh, we get a big shock. I got a big shock. That's a very powerful time and a very important time. We might say, oh my goodness, everything is falling apart, but it's not. It's coming together in a much deeper way if we can look at it like that. And in my case, I heard news about him that was actually so shocking to me. I had no idea about certain behavior that was going on. And at first I was totally just shocked. And then of course, the pain and the dismay was intense. I couldn't believe it. And this, this what I heard, was entirely the opposite or inconsistent with the way I had perceived him. So I thought, oh my goodness. And I fortunately had a wonderful, wonderful friend. I still do, but this particular one is no longer alive. But a wonderful friend who also knew him. And I said to this friend, my goodness, I said to him, and, and this friend for today is really the Zen master in the story. I said to him, how could this have ever happened? 
I said, I loved him so much. How could he do this to me? Now, that's a very common refrain. As a therapist for years, I heard this and I still hear it. I loved him so much or her so much or them so much. How could they do this to me? How could this person do it to me? So my very wonderful friend looked at me. He looked at me askance. And he said to me, what are you talking about? He didn't do anything to you at all. And you never loved him. You loved your fantasy about him. Then he said, when you can know everything there is to know about a person and still love them, that is called love. And a friend walked away. And I stood there absolutely transfixed. I actually couldn't move. The words were atomic. My God. I never really love. I love my fantasy about him. I love my idealization of him. Actually, I didn't know him. I didn't know all of him. Wow. What a moment. Because it really rang true. And did he do this to me or was he just doing it, being who he was? I thought about that quite a bit. It was more than thinking about it that that comment permeated my being and I recognized the truth of it. It's one thing to think it over. It's something else in a moment, boom, where you recognize the truth of something. That's a big moment. Actually, that's what Zen practice is really all about, recognizing the truth. Wow. Recognizing our lives, recognizing each other, recognizing when you're hungry and then you go get something to eat, recognizing the food, tasting it. So at that point, my whole practice kind of turned around, it spiveled around, and I determined, wow, I want to make that my practice, to know everything about a person and love them completely, fully. Love them. Love who they are, including their pain, their struggles, their mistakes, their confusion. That is really love. That's what the friend said. And that, that resonated so deeply with me that it really altered all my relationships. Now, it didn't happen all at once. It was, as I said, a practice to work with. Beautiful practice to work with. Do you love that Valentine, that person? Or do you love your fantasy about that person? Do you love your fantasy of what they're giving you, of how you feel when you're with them? That's more like loving yourself. Or maybe you love your fantasy about yourself. Do you love your own self fully with all the parts? Or are you loving your fantasy about yourself? This is so endlessly interesting and endlessly profound. I just love it. And I think it's at the heart of our, our, our lives. I do. Because our lives revolve around so many relationships with one another, with ourselves, with our work, with our everything. Everything. So it's really worth taking this koan in. You know, there's. I want to. 
let me give you a little exercise the way I usually do in all of the podcasts, a little so we could begin to really work with this and somehow integrate it into our lives. Take a look at who you love. Who's your Valentine? And if you don't have some person right now that is in that role, look at yourself, your relationship with yourself. But look, what do you love about them? (laughs) What do you reject about them? What do you really know about that person? That's another very huge and a very important koan. What do you really know about them? Have you stood in their shoes? What do you really know about We think we know people, but even though we could live with somebody for many, many years, very intimately, that person could be a stranger to us. Many people are strangers to themselves. If someone is a stranger to themselves, it's hard for us to know them, possibly. Are they a stranger to us as well? Very interesting questions. How do you have to grow a bit? What do you have to do to love that person fully, completely, as they are? This is such a deep koan. (laughs) It's, It's beautiful, and it has so many ramifications also. So we'll keep working with it. I want to keep working with it. As I said, I may do another podcast just totally dedicated to this process of love. (laughs) But for now, for today, I would like to end with a quote related to this. This quote is from Lester Levinson. He also no longer alive, but he was the founder of the Sedona Releasing Method. He's a wonderful, wonderful friend to all and teacher. And what he said was and also from Virginia, who was his, one of his first teachers, I believe she also participated in this quote, as I recall. They said, love is wanting for the other what they want for themselves, even if you are not the one able to give it to them. Wow, that's something, that's beautiful. I will repeat that again. Love is wanting for the other what they want for themselves, even if you are not the one able to give it to them. So I will close with that thought for today. We are on www.zenwisdomtoday.com is the URL. If you're enjoying this podcast, I would really appreciate it if you would give it a review on Apple or on iTunes. If you can, I'd appreciate that. Um, it's lovely, lovely, lovely to, oh, to be with you. By the way, since it's Valentine's Day, you might like to take a look at one of my books, Zen and the Art of Falling in Love. It's a very, very lovely little book. It's been translated in many, many languages all over the world. It's very relevant for Valentine's Day. And this uh, on Sunday, February 24th, I will be out uh, in Rockville Center at Malloy College we're going to be having Zazen, and I'll be offering a talk. We'll have a regular Zen meeting, and then I'm going to be offering a brand new workshop of mine called Zen Play. It's a lot of fun. It's very life-giving. It's a new way to work with the koans. Very joyful. And if you are um, 
out on Long Island. It's early in the morning. We're going to start at 8.30. We usually end at 10, but we're going to end at 11. And staying the extra hour for the workshop is optional. So, okay, it's great to hear from you. If you want to contact me, you can contact me at topspeaker at yahoo.com with any questions, any comments. And I wish you all a beautiful, a beautiful week, a beautiful day. And, and I wish you a taste of true love. Bye-bye for now.